to which we rich. Off the rip, off the rip. I gamble with my life, I'm cashing in my trips. I put a 30 or a 50 in the clip. So that's a dick or a titty on that bitch. Yeah. Lately, I've been getting rich. Off the rip. Back again. Episode 10. Season finale. It's been a nice little break. I know we didn't post last week. I'm sure D will get into that once he starts talking, but it's nice to be back. Nice to start talking on the pod again. And I hope you guys had an amazing Christmas and happy New Year's. Happy Hanukkah, whatever you celebrate. But just overall happy holidays. But now it's time to get back on the grind. Oh, of course, bro. I'm so fucking happy to be back, guys. Uh, yeah, again, sorry for the hiatus last week. Uh, I had some family stuff I had to deal with. Uh, my my great grandfather passed away, so I had to deal with that. So, <clears throat> anyway, yeah. So that's what that's why we didn't upload last week. Uh, I was busy with a funeral and stuff. I have we're Catholic, so I had to go to rosary uh, and viewing and other th- other things. So it was uh, different for me. So just couldn't get time to upload. Yeah, and uh, a lot of traveling too. A lot of traveling. We came back like later on in that week. So. Yeah, anyway, but we're glad to be back here. Uh, like Mike said, back doing, from the uh, gym. Back from the gym, yeah. Back on the grind again. We finally uh, decided to quit Planet Fitness. That gym is a shitter. Thank Christ. We finally got a membership at Vasa Fitness, and it is night and day. It's like being in the slums and going to the fucking <laughs> mansions, dude. It's like going from fucking Compton to Eastside or fucking, uh, what's, what's a good place in L.A.? Uh... Fucking Rodeo Drive, damn Beverly here. Hills. Low key. That's how it was. Literally, first day we go to the Vasa gym, this gentleman comes up to me, daps me up, and says, Hey, you go to mines? Like, that's really cool. Like, you know, hope you have a good, like, rest of your degree and, you know, finish strong. Nicest gentleman, first day in. And then at Planet Fitness, we walk out one night and someone's getting fucking curb stomped. Witness somebody get their fucking eyes gouged out. That was kind of crazy, bro. Because she just, like, was screaming help help and then me and you like tried to call the cops and then she broke free and ran into the gym and hid behind the te- desk and then we were just like let's watch from yeah. the car who's i'm like bro i don't want to when they're like help 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 i'm like your fucking mans could pull out a fucking gun and shoot me for all i fucking know so yeah i'm not trying to get involved best thing we'll do is we'll call the cops but i mean obviously there was another dude like already kind of stepping in and helping so there was no reason for us to get involved but we don't know these people. <laughs> Why would I risk my life for these fucking degenerates curb stomping each other at 2 a.m. outside Planet Fitness when I could just go home and sleep? Exactly. I agree. Thousand percent. First thing on the agenda, though, we got to discuss Tory Lanez is guilty. I know this is a little bit later news because we didn't upload last week, but like me and D said, we we knew that he would be kind of convicted guilty. Oh, yeah, dude. There was no fucking shot. He's, he fucking shot her, bro. Yeah. <laughs> he shot her. Because I remember seeing the pictures of, like, the stitches in her foot. And I'm like, unless she fucking, those shards of glass were going Mach 10 into her fucking feet, <laughs> there's no way in hell that she didn't get shot. So I kind of figured, but she was still being sketched how she was, like, lying about shit. But regardless, Tory Lanez, I hope you get out, bro, because I like some of your music, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically the only reason to and let him out with prison too speaking of it thugger bro young thug if he gets convicted of one crime it's 20 years and if he gets convicted of murder it's life no more young thug bro this is why it's so fucking stupid though and this is why i don't understand why these rappers fucking stay in their ghetto ass fucking 
gang banging shit. And I'm like, you're so fucking dumb. You're already rich. Why are you fucking doing Rico shit? That never made sense to me because all these people have to do is just, you know, ride that clean wave and just stay free away from. I'm like, you made money now. Move away from these fuckers and don't ever smash your phone, break your fucking phone, whatever you got to do. Move away. Get away from all that shit and get some new fucking friends. Quit hanging out with trash. Legit. That goes for anybody. Legit. If I was already rich and I'm like, yo, I just did this tour and got $3 million. I mean, why would I risk like life in prison for trying to fucking sell Rico and do all this shit? I'm just going to chill. I would literally pay for like a beefier security. I'm like, these people are going to try to fucking kill me because I switched up on them. But I'll pay for the extra security costs to cover life in prison. Fuck that. I'd go to the cops right away. I'd be like, you know what? <laughs> I mean, if I'm switching up, bro, I'm covering my fucking bases. Just fucking rat right away. Exactly. They would never come back to bite me, especially while I'm younger, you know? Because, like, when Young Thug, before he started getting super, super famous, he should have went and been like, all right, so I know some shit went down, but I'm about to snitch on whoever the fuck did it. I'd be, that would be okay. He'd be a rat. But at that point, it'd be acceptable because he's so small. We should make the distinction between a snitch and a rat, though. Yeah. Obviously, me and D are not hood, so... If you want to G-check us, whatever, but this is just what we've heard from, like, other people and shit. So, apparently, a snitch is just, like, someone reporting a crime. So, like, when me and D saw that person getting fucking curb stomped at Planet Fitness, we're not a fucking rat for trying to call the cops and save their fucking lives. That's just being, like, a good Samaritan. But a rat is, like, you're doing some bad shit with your fucking homies. Like, people you consider your fucking brothers. And then you decide to rat on them for your own benefit. That's a rat. For reference, my mom was the one that said we're not hood enough to be talking about this shit. <laughs> I came back home and she was like, you guys don't even know the difference between a snitch and a fucking rat. And I was like, what? And she's like, you don't even know the street code. There's like a whole fucking code that y'all don't even know. And I was like, who the fuck made you queen gangster? <laughs> <laughs> Your mom's the game, bro. For real. Low key, she probably carries a gat to some fucking school. Damn near. That's fucking funny, bro. Back to more prison shit. That's apparently this is the topic of our pod is just people going to fucking prison. But Andrew Tate, bro. That's oh my god. Anyway, I the initial reaction was uh, Andrew Tate's going to jail for what human trafficking. That's what they said. That's what they said. And then it comes out because people actually reached out to the Romanian government. It was like actually it was money laundering. So all you dumb bitches that fucking posted on your fucking story and were like misogynist ass bitch going to jail for human trafficking fuck you and fuck your fucking mom because you know what you didn't even listen to the story you didn't even get the fucking facts straight aren't you guys all about the fucking facts i don't ever hear you guys fucking posting facts and shit you all are so fucking stupid i'm so sorry that i went off right there and said the f word more than i probably should have (laughs) but that's just how i feel i feel like you need to pay attention to what's actually going on and then speak on it. we have no idea what is happening until that court case is done even me and D, as we're speaking right now, I'm just going off of the premise that we know in America, you're innocent until proven fucking guilty. But of course, once you hear one allegation on Instagram or Twitter and it spreads like wildfire, everyone's like, oh, Andrew Tate sells underage women, flies them out to Romania to get like murdered. No, we don't know the story. You don't know the story. The only, no, only one who knows what the actually what the fuck went down is Andrew Tate. If any of that shit happened, he's the only one that knows what actually went down. So until that court case is completed, then we can discuss if he was doing some shady shit. And if he was, I'll gladly say, damn, that was fucked up. Yeah. That's awful. 
I'm not, guys. <laughs> I'm, I'm a person for the truth. But the fact is that a lot of people were posting shit that actually wasn't the truth, which was it upsets me so fucking much because I'm like, you don't even care to look into it. You don't even care to question if your thought's correct. Just hop on the bandwagon and hate. Yeah. People are so quick to hate, bro. You know what? The fucking people that hop on the bandwagon that are always like preaching, oh, I need fucking LGBTQ plus rights. You got all you guys do is fucking hate. They hate the most. If anything, they fucking hate the most. (laughs) I've never fucking seen any other person, bro. Normal fucking person that doesn't support that shit go and be like, you know what? I fucking hate these people. No, they're just politely like, you know, I, I believe in a different thing. I've never had anybody... Granted, I'm sure there are outliers that. that do hate like that. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Just from personal experience between me and D, I've never seen it. Yeah, exactly. And the whole, like, Greta Thunberg shit, how they're like, she's the reason, like, they convicted him. Like, she saved us all. It, just because she said, what was it? It's like small dick energy at getalife.com or something. She's so fucking dumb because she picked the fight. Yeah, she was just saying, Andrew Tate, like, all of your cars are, like, doing a lot of, like, bad uh, gas emissions. You're, like, ruining the environment. And he was just like... I have 33 cars, and here's all the specs. He's all, fuck you, pretty much. Because it's like, whatever. You can't stop people from owning their car. You can advocate for climate change, but it's like... no fucking reason. You can advocate for it all you want, but you can't tell other people what to do yet. You know what I mean? You can't say what they can and can't own. Yeah. That dumb bitch shouldn't be able to have a fucking account then. (laughs) She's a Nobel Peace Prize winner, bro. Okay, I'm joking. She can have her fucking account. Do whatever the fuck you want to do. But the fact that people praise an autistic person for having the most woke thought I've ever fucking heard of in my entire life is dumb as fuck. Imagine that. Legit. That's crazy. Like, do you actually follow Greta Thunberg at all? Or is it is it Thunberg or is it Thunberg or what is it? I don't know the actual pronunciation. I don't know. She's just dumb to me. If I'm being honest, bro, she's a fucking figurehead just like the way What's-Her-Name was. Who? The deaf and blind bitch. Ellen Keller? Yes, bro. <laughs> Just, like, planted in by the government. Yes, I think so, because think about it. They're having her push all this shit about climate change, just like they had Helen Keller push all that shit about Planned Parenthood. Yeah. And she was deaf and blind. You're telling me she had time to fucking <laughs> worry? <laughs> oh, my God. There's no way. No, just it's just, I don't know. Anyway, all we got to do is leave it at nobody, me and D included, knows what the fuck is actually going on. And Once they, more information comes out, we'll definitely be uh, talking about yeah, it here on the podcast. We'll talk about sure. it, and we'll say, like, yeah, I guess. I mean, at the same way, the whole fight between Greta Thunberg, Thunberg, whatever the fuck her name is, and Andrew Tate is just stupid. And how they're like, oh, like, his response video with, like, the pizza box is how the Romanian authorities knew that he was in the country. You don't think the government knows where the fuck we are 24-7? They're listening to us all the damn time. They've already released that shit. As I'm talking into this mic, it's being fed right into an FBI agent's fucking ear. (laughs) They know exactly where we are, guys. They know what the fuck we're doing. If they wanted to arrest Andrew Tate, they would have. It's not the fucking pizza box that did it. Or or Greta Thunberg fucking adding him on Twitter. If they wanted to go into his fucking home and arrest him and put him in cuffs, they could have done it very easily, whenever the fuck they wanted. Exactly. The whole premise behind it is If you just, have a fucking iPhone, you have to believe that you're being tracked. I can track that shit from my fucking iPad if I wanted to. Yeah. It's known that they listen to us, bro. Yeah. And especially someone as big as Andrew Tate, you don't think they know they don't follow where the fuck he's going? Wasn't there a Twitter account that was uh, seeing where what's-his-name's jet was going? Elon Musk's jet? Yeah. This random kid was just knew exactly where his jet was. Yeah, and they were, like, tweeting it, and he even said, he was like, 
should I ban these accounts or should I unban them? And everyone's like, fucking ban them. You can't be giving away people's locations like that. Like yeah. that's dangerous. Think of PMB Rock. He posts one Instagram story saying he was at that fucking breakfast spot and gets fucking killed. It wasn't even him. It was his chick. Yeah, his chick. One Instagram post, and that's that even goes to show it even more. It wasn't even him that posted the location. So if you're posting the exact location of fucking Elon Musk, that's dangerous, bro. That's yeah. fucking dangerous. People, people can always figure out where you're at, for sure. And speaking of Elon, homie took a fucking drop in net worth. He lost, what, $200 billion in, what, one month? I'd have to see that because that always fluctuates. It's stocks, bro. It's all in stocks and trades, so it's like... It's if, gonna his, fluctuate. if his company performs well, yeah, he'll go up. He'll go right back up. But then if it does if it does bad, then yeah, of course it's going to go down. He also had to liquidate some of that stock that he owned mm-hmm. into so he could buy Twitter. Yeah. So, that's where a lot of the money went too. It's just a lot of people like, you know, like to go back on the fact that oh, he lost like the most amount of money in the shortest amount of time. It's like we truly don't even know who the richest person is. It's not Elon Musk. It's probably one of those fucking Saudi dudes that own all the oil because they don't have to disclose their worth to any of the governments because they're a royal family. And apparently they're worth trillions. They're trillionaires. So we have no idea who the, the fuck they're the ri- or whoever else, bro. Elon Musk is not the richest person in the world. He's just the richest known person in the yes, world. Yes, exactly. The richest people in the actual fucking world aren't known. And they want to keep it that way. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I was going to ask you, bro, this will be like a little bit of a switch on topics. Is this like, okay, so you, to preface, Mike has, I've been asking him, I'm like, what what should we talk about on the pod? And he's like, I'll get to it when I get to it. I'll keep that one for like the end. We'll end it oh, off okay, on that okay, big okay. one. Okay, but these okay. are just like some like random questions I had wanted to ask you. Okay, go for it. So like, what age do you think you should be allowed to do these things? Because, you know, me and you always talk all the time is like, if you're over fucking 50 you shouldn't be able to drive or we're like oh i could have been driving (laughs) at like 12 like i want to know like what age you think this stuff should be allowed based on even your own experiences based on like should be okay so should be allowed without any like just full contingency what you think what they can do because sometimes i believe that things can be allowed but they need certain like like things in place in order to keep that and bring those up if you if you uh, oh okay okay. if you think of them okay so drinking alcohol what age do you think we should be allowed to actually drink? Because I know in like some European countries, you only have to be like 16, right? And then for us, it's 21. And then so for some places, it's like 18. So like, what do you think? Like, if there was no government in the United States saying this is our country's age limit is 21, what age do you think would actually be a good age for it? Where it's responsible. It's a tough question because that's honest, something all the governments even fight about. If we're today. being honest, if you wanted to say responsibility, I truly believe at like 25 years old, you are the most responsible you'll ever be in your entire fucking life. If we're talking true safety. If we're talking true safety, true responsibility, 25 years old, because that would eliminate anybody being able to buy it for underage kids. So yeah. like anybody 18 and lower. That you're not going to be friends with them anyway. Yeah. They're, they're not close enough really unless, in that age range. Unless you're like siblings or something like that. But even at that, that would be extremely rare. Yeah. So if we're talking true responsibility, then. But if I, What about just like what you personal think? Personal Because you got to – me and you were drinking before we were – Oh, you know, yeah. Like in high school, people I would say do 18. that stuff. I would say 18. 
I think 18 is a good. I think 16 is a little bit too young. No, because you can't even fucking operate your own dick at that point. So you want me to trust you fucking drinking? Hell yeah. no. And I just based off now that we're like, you know, we're 20. We're not like, you know, grown adults or anything. We're just barely like becoming young adults still. But even now I look at 16 year olds and I'm like, you guys are stupid as shit. You guys should not be doing this shit. Yeah. No, I agree. Because like. It's tough because I understand like the appearance of alcohol and why it seems fun, and it is fun. You know, you can be a good thing, but I understand that a lot of people don't know how to regulate themselves. Mm-hmm. They don't have and the I, self-control. And like I see that a lot of times with like today's younger children, bro. If I went into high school right now and I asked how many of those uh, uh, those kids drink like a Red Bull that morning, you would probably see almost seventy-three percent of them raise their hand. Mm-hmm. I can tell you this from experience. I was not drinking Red Bull every single day in high school. Never. Yeah. I only started doing that once I came to college and I had to stay had up to all stay night. stay up all night. And caffeine is like the most addictive thing in the world, bro. Yeah. So when you start doing that stuff, that's what I mean. Is like, And then the Nick sticks too. The nicotine sticks. Bro, that's the dumbest thing. Like kids these days are fucking puffing Nick sticks like crazy. Like it's, it's like dumb. the new trend, I feel it like. It really doesn't do anything for you. Like, mm-hmm. like, okay, you get a little head rush from the, like the nicotine buzz, but beyond that, like the only thing that I, okay, I'm going to put so, a little bit of science out there. There's been a few studies and when I mean a few, I mean like probably about 20, but there's 20 studies with good evidence that shows that nicotine helps you study. It helps you memorize things. It helps you do these things better. Okay. So like compared to just average normal, just doing it. And then just doing it while you're using nicotine. So whether that's like hitting Zins, like yeah. doing the little Zin pouches or chewing tobacco or smoking or doing doing the Nick sticks, it does help you. But bro, I, I, at the cost of like your life, the safest thing for you are the Zin pouches. Yeah. Because it's just, you're just doing it sublingually through your... Because, like, bro, how many blinds. TikToks have you seen of like some dude getting his fucking lungs pumped out in the hospital and he's like, stop, stop, stop. Uh, doing Nick sticks, it's gonna fucking kill me. This is my my warning to you all. He's yeah. like, I used to do this all the time, and I see those, and I'm like, holy shit. Yeah, well, because <laughs> people don't realize that once you do those, and then you start adding in other stuff into your life, it's hard. It's hard to be healthy. It's hard for your body to protect itself. Okay, so then going on to the next one, at what age do you think you should be able to buy nicotine? Cigarettes, Nick sticks, wow. chewing tobacco, all of that. At a res- again, at a responsible age, 25. Now, what do I think it should be? 18 again? I don't know because I consider that stuff worse because... I think it's worse as well. Because, bro, you got to drink a lot. You- yeah, you got to drink a lot to become an alcoholic and like shut down your fucking liver and start like puking in your own mouth and choking to death on that shit. Yeah. But some people still do it. Like, you know, there's like those 16 year olds are all, yo, dude, shotgun, another beer, man, bear keg. And then they go, go, and they just keep going, trying to like impress their friends. Maybe we should impose limits on like how much you could buy. Like at a younger age, like maybe like at 25, you could buy as much as you, but then I don't know, dude, it'd be hard. Cause like, what we, we would just have to figure that out. Like limits and things like that, just based on like societal pushback and things like how far you can go before you start to get like alcohol poisoning well not even that but, but then you know like a bunch of people would like for parties would group together and they'd still go over that fucking limit yeah the other thing too that i was thinking about was i saw this thing where like 
So you obviously if you drink and you go out and you do the bar life, you got a pregame, right? Like it's a must. Yes, to, and if you want to save money, if you're fucking balling like that, then feel free. Go ahead and drop five Gs. But I think me, that... I'm trying to save some money. Speaking of which, even on New Year's, bro, me and my brother, it was his birthday actually on New Year's Day. Shout out my brother, bud. But you have to pregame, bro. Otherwise, you're dropping so much money for those drinks at the bar, bro. At the bare minimum, a 50 spot. Bare minimum. bare minimum. Because, like, what? what's the drink cost? Like 15 bucks? At some places, yeah. Some places, it's like 20. They're probably running maybe a few discounts. And you have to tip, you know? If you want good service, yeah. If you want, because those bartenders, like, if you don't tip, they'll be like, "Fuck you." Like, yeah, you will never get a drink again. Yeah, they'll literally say, "Eat shit." I'm not serving you. They're ruthless, bro. Those bartenders are ruthless. Yeah, but no, I. If we're talking Nick sticks, things like that, if we're gonna do alcohol eighteen, I think that you should be able to do it all eighteen. If you're, <clears throat> if you're old enough to enlist in the military and take another person's life at yep. eighteen years old, mm-hmm. you are an okay to drink for me. Yeah, I agree. I stand by that. Yeah. I'll stand. I'll say that. Yeah, that's good. You could do it all at that point. What about working? What age should you be to where it's illegal for you to work? I say kind of young, bro. Oh, for I sure. I say like 13. Dang. You 14. Went, dang, I went younger than that. I said like, because it depends. Bro. I've been working since I was eight. So Yeah, like, the, you know, like the snow cone shit. And, and then I used to fucking mow lawns. Like, there are like little things like that that you could do. I mean, like a legitimate like job, though. Because oh. you can't be too young to where you're still fucking an idiot. <laughs> you know what I mean? If you're still watching fucking Fairly Odd Parents and you can't, can't even multiply, I don't expect you to be at the register course, giving me change back. Of course, but like if they're just stocking shelves or something like that's that. Like, that's a different story. Yeah, like brain dead like work where you're just like, you know, yeah, it's mindless. It's like, hey, go get these boxes for me. Yeah. Stock the shelves. Stock the shelves. Or ba- a grocery bagger. Grocery bro. bagger, bro. Yeah. I say like, depending on the job. I'm saying like 10. 10 and up is good. Yeah. 10 and up is good. For those kinds of jobs. Where it's like brain dead. You're not really doing much. Yeah. Where it's just mindless activity if you're just like putting Or things. mowing lawns. Like if yeah. you go and work for a lawn mowing service company or whatever, and it's just like you got to just go mow lawns and you get paid 50 bucks a lawn, I think that's pretty easy. You know? I would say like 13 is good. Yeah. You say thir- I th- I say 10. Yeah, that's that's good too. Yeah. But if it, it gets to the point where it becomes like you got to do like some sort of math or you got to do any sort of oh, thinking, yeah. then you got to be at least like It depends though because you could probably well, some just people do some are of smart it on, too. Yeah, you could do it on a calculator. That's why I think like some things are okay, but like It is changing though cuz you're right. Back in the day you had to be able to do it, the math in your I remember, bro, when I worked at the grocery store, you'd have to just hit cash out on what they give you and you'd have to do the math in your head or look at the computer and try to read it back. But nowadays it's all going to be self checkout here soon. I so mean, it really is just going to be, you know what? I think they should, you know, you can do self checkout, but I think they should have a little grocery bagger there for you, bro, because that would be helpful. I really believe old people and a lot of other people would benefit from that where it's just a dude just bagging your stuff. And here you go. Cause people get pissed, bro. They're like, why isn't Walmart paying me if I'm bagging my own shit? Exactly, and I think that would help create jobs. But I'm not. I'm just speaking from personal level. I'd rather go bag my own shit and be out of there in five minutes than fucking old ass granny being like, "How's your day?" and then bagging my shit. That's what I'm saying. Though, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't even let old granny be in that. If I was the Walmart manager, I would be like, "Okay, cool, granny. You can go do something else. Be the person that checks the ticket." <laughs> you know, <at laughs> that's the how it is. And then I would make the young kids go right there in the front and be like. 
hey, you need to just bag these people's things because you're actually able and coordinated. Yeah. So that would be that's my personal thing. But. What about vote? What age should you be to vote? Shit, bro. There's some dumb 18 year olds. So that's what I'm saying. I don't think they should have a. I think 21 state. is good. You got to be fucking cognate. Yeah, I think 21 is good too. I don't know. I almost say I want to say 22 because you've lived your four years of college. And you had that one year of experience with like alcohol and all that shit, so you like yeah know the world. Maybe twenty, maybe even twenty three, because or I need I, you to work in the workforce for a little bit. That's what I'm I saying. I, I don't know. Twenty four kind of sounds like a good number. Twenty four, like you're right at that ripe age in your mid twenties. You've lived pretty much most that you can do. You've worked some jobs, finished your school if you weren't already done with it. And you're like, you start to understand, like, people come from different backgrounds. You start thinking of other people's opinions, and you learn how to handle hearing an opinion that's different than yours at that age. So, yeah, I I agree. I think that you're mature enough to where, like, you know, you You can can look at policies and just not just blindly vote. You know what I mean? Because I feel like nowadays it's just like, oh, Republican, Democrat, I'm voting that. I'm voting that. You don't even look at the policy. A lot of people are so attached to just ideas, too. Like, a lot of people love Bernie and waste their fucking votes on Bernie. But Bernie is really shit. Nobody likes him at all because his policies are really bad. Or America would tank as a, com- or as a, as a company, as a country. And see, like, I, I can't even really speak on it because I haven't even looked at the policies. And that just goes to show. I'm allowed to vote right now, and I haven't even looked into the policies because I haven't gave enough of a shit. But if you were to ask me in five more years or four more years when I'm 24, 25, I'll probably give a lot. I'll give a shit a lot more because I'll probably be at that age where I'm looking, you know, to buy a house. I'll care about those kinds of policies. You start caring about more grown up shit at that age to where the policies actually matter to you. Whereas now we're 21. We're still kind of like young adults. We're not really looking that far ahead into shit yet. So it's like, we don't really care about the policies. We're just voting blindly. Yeah. At that point, you're just voting for what you think is the best, not what is actually going to help you or help the people around you. Because you don't have enough experience in understanding what you're even voting on. You know what I'm saying? So I think 24 is a pretty deep, good age. Yeah, because you've had a few years of work under your belt. You've gone through college because most colleges, if we're speaking based on facts, guys, most colleges lean to a liberal agenda. You know, they try and get people because it sounds good. A lot of these policies, guys, sound good. And I get where Democrats are coming from. You know, Democrats actually have some of the biggest hearts ever and actually care a lot. And I can appreciate that. But I can't get behind ruining our country and ruining our like our way of life in order to pass some of these policies. I it just doesn't make sense to me. But you know, I get I get it. So you know, but but speaking back to what I was saying was that that agenda is pushed so hardcore. So unless you're able to think the other way, you'll just accept whatever somebody tells you. That's what I'm saying. So then, at like, because when you're young like that, you're still moldable. Yeah. You're still easily moldable and you'll just follow a blind eye versus looking into things for your own agenda. You know what I mean? So I think 24 is pretty good. That's what I would say. Yeah, I I agree with you. Okay. Last one for this topic. Consent, bro. Age of consent? Like, at what age, like, do you think kids should be, like, fucking? Because I feel like, (laughs) you know, like, not even to put it, like, just to put it bluntly, but, like, should you be a certain age before you're even doing that kind of shit? Or like, you should be like nowadays, you know, with like TikTok and the way that information is fed into the young minds of bro. the youth. Like it's getting to the point, bro, where I've even heard like fucking elementary schoolers talking about like, you know, 
fucking and all this shit and really? having sex and kissing and really. Think I bro- thought I thought maybe like kissing, bro, because back in the day it was like, oh, he kissed me, but in reality it was like a kiss on the cheek or bro, something. Bro, elementary like that. kids now that are exposed to like social media and shit now, they know what sex is now, and they're trying to experiment with that shit at that young of an age. Obviously, you know, like, even in our elementary school, we had some kids who were doing that kind of shit, but the youth is like more like in a broad scale, like becoming Who's doing a- that at our elementary. Like Jaden, bro. <laughs> Jaden, he was probably the only one. Yeah, he was an outlier. Or maybe Xavier. And that's what I'm saying. Like there was r- those rare outliers, but I'm saying now it's becoming kind of more accustomed. Like kids under understanding what that shit is at a younger age. So it's like, what age do you think is when that shit should be allowed? Obviously, you know, you can still like find love, you know, kiss and you know do all this shit. But like, what is the proper age you think? to start doing that kind of like that next level shit. Cause you know, in middle school, you know, we were, that's when you start to experiment shit. Cause that's when you start going through puberty. That's when you start, you know, starting to like girls and shit. Cause like when I was in elementary school, I didn't give a fuck about that shit. I was just like, Ooh, like let's go play tag. Let's, you know, let's learn phonics and grammar. And then middle school is when you start to be like, Oh wow. That girl actually looks kind of pretty. Like what is this? Yeah, tingling? Definitely. You're like, kind of like thinking you're like, Damn. You know what I mean? has got a nice butt. Yeah, bro. You start going through puberty. You start seeing it. So it's like, I don't know, dude. It's kind of tough. Like, what do you think? What do you think would be a good, like, 16? I would even venture to say 15. 15? I would say say 15 because I know you're going to do it anyway. Yeah, what I mean? Because... What age were we when we had like the sexual education like course? That whole rundown eighth, in middle school. Whatever eighth grade was. So, what? How old would we have been? I don't know. How old were you as a freshman? Fourteen. I don't know. Sixteen. We'll, we'll be graduating twenty nineteen. Yeah. So we were all eighteen then. Well, you you were a year you're a year behind us. A year so. younger. So you were seventeen. So then go back one more year is what. 16. 16. So 14. You were 14 as a freshman. Yeah. Okay, I was 15 as a freshman then. Oh, no, no, no. Start of the year. Start of the year you were... No, you were 14. Yeah, 14. Yeah. Fuck. So middle school, we're starting thinking about girls, so... You were what, 13. like 12? <laughs> this <laughs> <No>. sounds awful. <laughs> no, bro. No, you were... T- no, 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 no. You got to have the sex education talk, like, legit at, like, probably 12. So, like, sixth grade, they should probably start talking about that shit. Well, at least get your ideas, because if not, bro, your kids are probably going to, you know, go seek that out from someone else, and they're going to be like, bro, you just put your dick in their butt, and then that's how you have a kid. Yeah, and they then, don't know what, yeah. Then you don't even know what the hell you're doing. So, it's like, I would just rather, me and my child have that relationship where it's like, hey, dad. So, like, educate in sixth grade, and then... It should be like then, okay. like actual real graphic knowledge comes in at like fourteen or fifteen, you know, I, beforehand, and be like, "Hey, this is, you know, I know you're going into high school now, and this is what might happen in high school." Yeah, you know? okay. Like, you know, you're gonna have feelings for a girl, or something's gonna happen, and you know, things might go this way because at that point, bro, you don't want your kid to ever be in a situation where they don't know what they're doing. Yeah, and then they maybe force themselves onto somebody or anything like that. And they don't even know that that's like a What's possibility. Happening. Yeah. They're just so still stuck on like SpongeBob and yeah, shit. You need to educate them like way before. So like the year before entering high school should be a really deep dive educational. Yeah. Just 
full of information on what the fuck it actually, imagine sex going, actually is. And going up to the condom section and being like, these are condoms. And, you know, you buy these ones here. You buy these ones here. And, like, some will say for her pleasure, don't get these ones because they're fire and ice and they're like icy hot. <laughs> they're going to burn get your ones. cock. Yeah. Don't get those ones, you know, you know, and like how someone to guide you along. Cause if not, you just have to rely on yeah. yourself to figure that out. And, and then that and next year when you get to high school and shit actually starts going down in high school, you're prepared. Yeah. So then like, you know, if you go into high school, maybe you don't do anything in freshman year, but then sophomore year rolls around and you have all this knowledge of stuff that's in your head. And you remember, oh yeah, I remember my dad telling me about that shit. And now I know, let me go get a condom. Let me go. Excuse me, sorry. I had like I do this thing. It's like a reverse burp where I like suck in air, and it's it's weird. But anyway, uh, yeah, no. Let me just go get a condom really quick. Like I don't want to have a child with you. I'm not ready for that. But I'm like, and then you can talk to him about the emotional side of stuff, and you got what I mean. Yeah. So so like 15. Yeah, I would say 15 is a solid because 14 is too young, bro. Yeah. 14 is too young. You got to be educated by 14, but you got to like consent and like when you should be having sex is 15 up yeah okay because yeah that makes sense because i mean we're talking about it like you know all scared and shit because of how you know cancel culture is now but let's think about it bro back in the day fucking great granny jibby or whatever the fuck her name she was is getting married at 12 was having had already 12 kids by age 15 go ask your great grandmother how many kids she had at the age of 15 it's probably more than 10 <laughs> and it's just changed so much now because you know it's just the world's just a completely different place but yeah because back then you needed to have kids yeah that was your life that's yeah once you finished getting going through just basic knowing how to read it was like time for children (laughs) you didn't even you didn't need to go to fucking college you didn't have to go to college and get a good job so you could buy a fucking house because nowadays the cost of living is so damn high you fucking need to be you 28 need- years of age before you have your first kid if you want to fucking live. Otherwise, be siphoned dry. <laughs> but back in the day, you just fucking, oh, I know how to read and count to five. Let's go fuck. And then you'd go and buy a fucking shack house. And then you'd be good for the rest of your life. You'd just make fucking grits. And you'd <laughs> grits. <laughs> grits and you'd be fine. And then they'd raise chickens in the back and have a couple cows. And, you know, and that was life. Yeah. Yeah. But nowadays, it's like. You got to be making four hundred thousand a year, otherwise your child might as well be thrown in the dumpster. <laughs> that's literally how it is, bro. Uh, I'll agree, but yeah, I think that's a good one. All right, shifting again, I have just—it's <laughs> three would you rather questions that I have been wanting to ask you. Okay, hold on, I'm gonna ask you a question just to swap, just okay, to switch yeah, it yeah. up. Really bet, bet, bet. So I know we talked about this a little bit, but. My dad brought up something that I thought was interesting at the funeral mm-hmm. this week. And he was like, he was saying how less emotional it is when a male dies versus when a female dies. And I was just wondering if you think the same thing. Hmm. For me, it depends on how they die. So if they live a full life. And they just die of old age, like a 95-year-old death. You know, you just died in your sleep peacefully. It doesn't matter to me whether you're male or female. I'll just kind of be like, you know, they lived a full life. It's sad, you know, that they passed, but it won't affect me. What was really sad is deaths that shouldn't have happened. Like, because we all know we can't cheat death. We're all going to die at some point. We can't beat it. No no matter what we try to do, we're going to die. We won't be able to live longer than... 100 and fucking 60 like that's it 
and yeah. even then like i the reason i say 160 is because who knows what medical advancements will happen later on we might be able to push ourselves to like the 130 points yeah like 160 at those max like you know those fucking chinese people that live till fucking 120, 120 and they can't even fucking move yeah or blink you know there's those anomalies but overall if you live a full life it really doesn't matter to me if you're male or female the sadness what's really sad is you know if you died in a wreck and it wasn't your fault, like a drunk driver, like killed you and you died just out of pure accident. Those are the deaths that are sad. I think that's what matters. It's not like whether you're male or female, it's just how you died. Hmm. Interesting. What do you think? Uh, I don't know. I kind of like agreed with my dad for a little bit. I will say this though. Sorry to cut you off. No, You're good. But I think, the reason that you have thought of that distinction between male and female is because most of the times the females are the mothers and that motherly love and that, that emotional connection that people have with their mothers is so much stronger in terms of love than like, you know, that really stern, just like hard lesson teaching love you get from your father. You know what I mean? And so maybe that might be the biggest distinction I would say. I would say, yeah, this is what I will say too, is that your mom is full of pure love. Your mom will always just care for you with a warm heart. Your dad loves you a different sort of way where it's like, it's tough love most of the time. Yeah. Where like your dad, sure. I guess if, I guess it's opposite if you're a girl. Cause like, I think of the way my mom and my dad are with my little sister Mm -hmm. and it's the roles are reversed compared to when they were whenever I like I was a kid I feel like you're right because like my mom is the one that's stern and like has to like tell my sister like this is what you got to do like this is how you got to be and that my dad is the one that's really just loving and caring of his daughter and just really wants to be there and be sweet and kind to her isn't that interesting it, Crazy, I think right? you're right about that whole role reversal and I think that's why daughters whenever their dads pass away they're are completely, they're completely devastated because they're dad, their protector they're yeah. the ones that like so maybe always... it's just maybe it's just a perspective sort of thing you I, know I think it has like that gender role to it bro yeah for sure for me it's harder to speak on because I've only known my mother yeah. I never met my father so all I've known is like that strong connection I have with my mom, but I do know what you're talking about. Cause I have seen it yeah. like, you know, the daughters are really close to like the loving fathers who like protect them and like make sure no one would ever hurt them. Yeah. And then the moms are the ones like, all right, this is what you have to do. But when you're the son, the roles reverse and it's like, all right, dad, how do I do this shit? And he's like, give me the fucking wrench. Yeah. And your dad's tough love on you. Yeah. Legit. But then, but then you go to your mom and she's like, all right, Hito, you know, I cooked you dinner. I did this for which, you. Which I'm not saying is bad because, no. you know, your dad's supposed to harden you and get you ready for the world. You know, he wants to kind of like harden you a little bit as a, like as a kid and growing up. So when the world comes, you're not completely struck by everything that comes at you. So in a way it's good. And then your mom's loving. So you still have that ni- nice nurturing and caring side. But I just thought that was interesting because oh. like my dad made that distinction just because I think my grandpa's been, we all knew he was going to pass away like he, for a while. And that's what, what I was saying. If you, if they live a full on life, yeah. you know, it was it's, almost like, 90, it's so. like you've, you went to the limit, you lived a full on life. So it's just time caught up with you. And that's something that nobody can beat. So it's less sad. But if you die and you're like 16 and you could have lived that full 90 year life, but you were cut short by some you know random luck or un- other unfortunate event those are the ones that really cut deep yeah yeah i'll agree yeah i i do think that's nice with that whole role reversal though i agree with that a lot 
All right, now onto the would you rather's. Okay, I have three of them. Okay. okay. <laughs> First one. This is just a stupid one, and I already know what the answer is. It's a pretty easy one, but I thought it was funny when I saw it. Would you rather eat shit that tastes like a brownie or a brownie that tastes like shit? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. You guys would have saw Dee's face. He almost gagged. Oh, my God. (laughs) Honestly, at least the brownie's still food. (laughs) But it tastes like shit, bro. But at least it's still food, bro. At least it's not human so, feces. So, so what grosses you out more? The t- what shit might taste like or the fact that you see what shit looks like before? The look part, for sure. The look would gross you out more than yes, the taste? Yes, bro, because that's already got me psychologically. Before <laughs> I even take a bite, before I even go and pick it up, I know I'm going to have to feel the warmness and the, the congealedness. Yeah, the congealedness of your shit. So you'd rather have it, it looks like a brownie, and you're like, oh, it's just a brownie, and it just tastes like shit. Yes. Versus like you have a cog of shit, and you eat it, and it tastes like the most <laughs> delicious brownie that there is. You'd rather yes. eat? Yes. Okay, okay. Me, I'd rather I'd rather eat the shit that tastes like a brownie, bro. <laughs> because the taste is what would get me, bro. But again, I don't know what shit tastes like. I've never ate shit. <laughs> but I see what you mean. I think it's a good 50-50 on that one. Yeah. All right, the next one, bro. Would you rather never have a cold again? Like, never get sick? Or you're never stuck in traffic ever? Nothing but green lights, no traffic. <laughs> you get wherever the hell you want on the dime. I'll deal with a fucking cold, bro. I'll take the traffic all day long. You know what I mean? I'll take the I'll take the no. I would rather have no traffic and, and get deal a cold. With being sick. Yes. See me. I'm. I would agree with you, except for one fucking exception: a sore throat. That is hell. <laughs> I, I would rather have. Any other sickness. Nothing compares to when a man gets a fucking cold because that's like death. Bro, having a sore throat is the worst sickness that there is. I don't care. I'd rather have stomach (laughs) flu and have to throw up every 30 fucking seconds than have a sore throat. Because all that happens when I have a sore throat is I just swallow and I'm like, ow. And then all I can think about is how. Okay. And the main pet peeve I have against having a sore throat is it goes against the one thing I fucking love and that's eating. If you fuck up with my eating, that is a line you don't cross. So that's why I have such a hatred towards sore throats. Sore throats. So I'll stick with the traffic. I'll just fucking bump Travis Scott and Kendrick and just vibe out with music and be stuck in traffic. But it's, it's I'd rather be able to eat, dog. Because I fucking hate traffic. Like it's you, to yeah. where like I'm like yelling at people and screaming. Yeah, you get road rage. You're like my brother. Like if you're stuck in traffic, you guys get instantly fucking pissed and it kills your whole mood for me i'll just be like yeah i'll get there sometime it's funny <laughs> because i'll sit there and i'll be like what's going on and then i'm like i can tell because i'll drive with my dad and i'll be like the hell's wrong and then i remember he'll like look at me and say be like well, you just gotta worry it's not you're not getting there any faster and i'm like shut up i'm like we're getting there we're now moving yeah i see what you I mean. just don't understand it sometimes because i'm like who cut off who and caused this massive backup it's always one idiot and I don't get how it chains back to like forty miles. You'll be stuck in traffic for fucking two hours, forty mile stretch just because one dude not- hit like his bumper. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's why I'm like, you need to just get a tow truck and pull those cars off to the side of the road and figure it out over there on the bar pit. Yeah. All right, last one. And this one I had to put some thought into. So if when you start asking questions, I might have to start putting like limits on shit because it does matter a little bit. 
So would you rather be a famous rapper or a famous basketball player? And just to even like, I'll put some stipulations on it to help with your decision. Cause I know it's a little hard. You win one champion NBA championship as a famous basketball player. So you win one champ, <laughs> you win one chip and, okay. and you're like prime for at least a year. Like you're like the best in the league. You win MVP. When, whenever I win that chip. Yeah. When you win the chip, your MVP finals, MVP, you win the chip. Hell yeah. But you're, you get, and the salaries then, are the same though. For okay, both sides. But like after that, like whole after thing, that, I'm like, you're I'm like, shit. I'm just like, you're mid. shit. No, you're com- shit. Complete dog ass shit. How long is the career? It's a, f- I'll give three year career. You win a chip on your second year. First year, you're like mid. Second year, you win the chip. Your MVP finals, MVP, like prime, best okay. in the league. And then third year, you're like Jordan when he went to the Wizards. Like you're just kind of shit. <laughs> okay. And then famous rapper, you do a three year tour. So we'll do the same time limit. And you're fucking top of the game. All three like, years? For, yeah. All th- well, you'll have one come up here where it's like, so oh, you, you start year? to get noticed. You know, you get a little bit more plays. Okay. Second year is like your fucking post Malone level motherfucker. Like you're doing worldwide tours. Oh, okay. And then the third year you start to fall off. People don't really like your music anymore. But what would you rather do? <laughs> it's tough, bro. Because the way I was trying to decide it, because I had this conversation with my brother and and uh, Sav, and I was thinking of it, and I was like, it's tough. See, the reason. I'll tell you guys what I chose. I chose I'd rather be the famous rapper. And here's why. You get to literally travel the entire world. So not only are you getting paid, you get you get a chance to literally experience the entire world because you're doing a worldwide tour. So you get to visit all the major cities. You get to go out of the country and perform at the most amazing, beautiful places possible. And the women, bro. They th- literally perfect tens throw themselves at you if you're a famous rapper. They'll literally be throwing their panties on you on the stage, and you literally are just like you get to live your fucking life to the absolute fullest as a rapper. And here's the biggest reason why I said to choose to be a rapper: if you're d- being an NBA star, you gotta put in fucking work. You gotta be at practice. You gotta weight lift. You gotta go to the gym. You gotta make sure your shots right. If you're a rapper, you make one fucking album, you can sit on your fat ass and do nothing and just go on tour and have fucking fun. But True. but then the same thing, I, it was really hard for me to, ch- to choose because winning an NBA championship, I can only imagine how fucking insane that feeling I is to be holding the, holding the fucking my first, Larry O'Brien. So my fucking first uh, thought was I would rather be the NBA, like the NBA star. And my reasoning is because you will be for. There's only so many people that get to hold that trophy. There are tons of rappers and tons of people that have a number one album for the year, and do well for the year. But there's only select few teams and that win a chip. Few that do that. That and then like I already like working out and I already like doing half of that stuff. So to me, it wouldn't be like work. It'd be just doing that normal everyday stuff. Yeah. So it depends on the lifestyle. Yeah, that sure. too. And then. uh Oh, the other thing, too, is, I don't know, it'd be cool as fuck to be a basketball player. <laughs> Bro, imagine just everybody, like, just, oh, my God. Because I, I see it as, like, a rapper, though, too, and I think that's such a great appeal is everybody screaming your name. Except, like, it would be dope to just have everyone screaming your real name. But I think the fan love would be so much more intense as a famous rapper than a basketball player. Because, like, you think so? You go, it's, like, game seven of the finals. Like, how many people can fit in that fucking arena? Like, 70,000? Whatever. 
You're headlining Coachella. There's fucking 500,000 people in the very back fucking screaming yeah, your songs. And it's like the energy would be unreal. I don't know if everybody would be screaming for your songs, though. That's the thing is that like. But like I said, you're like Post Malone weekend level. Like people are screaming your fucking songs. True. But then you're like done after that year. That's what I mean. Yeah. And then I get all those revenue from people still listening to my best tracks and I can just chill. Yeah. But then everybody's like you were like good for one year that's what i mean is that there's bigger backlash remember it's the same for the basketball player you you win that chip and then you're shit yeah but i think people have way more respect for that than the latter because people still talk about d rose like as if he was god for like the fucking uh for the bulls yeah like whenever they're like i think people talk about d rose a lot because it's what could have been but not what he did yeah but imagine if d rose won a ship bro they would be like, D-Rose was one of the best things that happened to the Bulls since Michael Jordan. Yeah, it would have been nice. So, And then he would have fell off like he did. I so, agree with your points, though. It's yeah. a tough one. I think that I think that's a really hard, like, would you rather. It depends yeah. on which lifestyle you'd rather live. Yeah, I agree. And yeah. what you would, like, align yourself with more. But again, like, the whole rapper shit's kind of dangerous, too, which kind of, like, made me want to go back to the championship thing. Because it's like... When you're a rapper, like, even if you're not gang affiliated, you're kind of fucking gang affiliated because people force that shit on that whole, like, genre. It's just a culture thing, too. Yeah. That and then, like, bro, rappers, this is what I'll say, too. Rappers talk about ball players. I've never heard a ball player talk about a rapper. What about LeBron when he's going, yabba dabba duo Navy? He doesn't even know the words. <laughs> That's how I know. I saw LeBron sign his jersey last night and give that shit to Two Chains. Yeah, bro, he signed it for Two Chains. Yeah, I guess you're right. Again, I I understand. I think, like I was saying though, like being that champion is way of a higher high than the high of being a prime rapper. Yeah, it's, it's a like, lot higher. Bro, but at the same time, just the lifestyle and being able to like travel the world like that is. Let what me ask you this, bro. Who who do you think is the best rapper there? But like like when I mean best, I mean as like un, like unbiased opinion. Like who do you think's done the best? Like who's in like who's like the top of the game now? Like Drake. Not even like top like, of the game. What if you're now? Drake level, bro? Not if not a, not like top of the game. I mean, like, who do you think is probably the best rapper that has ever come out ever? Ever? Ever. Just, like, not even favoritism or nothing? No favoritism. Drake probably, bro. He's had the great longest run. He's been in this game for I don't even know how. F- He's basically the LeBron of rap, bro. His longevity is fucking insane. His, every time he drops, people are fucking waiting till that timer hits 10 okay. or midnight. Like, Now, think about it like this. Who do you think is more famous? Drake or MJ? MJ. MJ is more famous. Yeah. But at the same time, bro, Drake's kind of fucking close. And you can't even lie. Because me and you've talked about it before. I'm going to be like, bro, yeah. when Drake dies, that's going to be like when Michael Jackson fucking died. Like, it's going to be a worldwide, like, phenomenon. Of course, we say that, bro, but there's a lot of people that don't, like, he didn't even perform as well as Taylor Swift on sales. That's true. But I don't know. I feel like more people like Drake. But again, we're biased. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I will say that MJ is way more liked than Drake. Oh, I think so as well. For sure. Because MJ was literally thought of as non-human. Like yeah. they thought he was like, he was not. MJ even fucking... is a god amongst mortal men for real. Yeah. That's how they look at him. Yeah, I agree. But even then, in five hundred years, bro, no one's gonna know who the fuck Drake or MJ are. 
They might. Maybe. There's a statue, maybe. There's a statue of Drake. Maybe. They'll see it. We'll see. We'll see when, <laughs> when we get the medication to live to 140 if they're still talking about it. Because who knows, uh, bro? There might be someone who is better than Michael Jordan before we die. True. And he'll surpass his legacy and MJ will be forgotten. And then we'll be talking about the new dude. Same with Drake. There might be another dude who has more of a longer run than Drake. Better longevity and better music. And then Drake will just kind of be forgotten. True. Like Fetty Wap. Shut up. (laughs) What's the next thing? All right. Let's see. Now I was going to ask you about that main thing I was going to talk about. Really quick. Before you do that. Mm -hmm. Because I know you're getting into like the towards the end now. We're going to do one thing really quick. So I don't know if you guys follow Rap TV on Instagram. All I want to say, you better give this podcast some fucking credit because we have talked about all those fucking albums, the top, the final four albums we predicted. And then we predicted the top two albums that are two rap now. albums of the year. And if, let me tell you this motherfuckers. You could even go back to the old pod where we were talking about heroes versus villains and her loss. Well, then we were asking each other, Hey bro, well, like, what else? What are some other good albums? And we were like, oh, Denzel's album was pretty fire. Like that's probably like top four. Yeah. And, then, you know, you get what I'm saying? We predicted a lot of albums like that. And this is what I will say, bro. We predicted the top two albums, which we said were Her Loss. And Heroes vs. Villains. Top two rap albums of the year. We said it. And we must not be the only ones that think that way because Rap TV, this whole tournament bracket that they were posting, is based off of user submission. It's not just their opinion. It's not like the Grammys where they can just fucking pick whoever. It's based off millions and millions of people voting for the albums. And that's the last two that ended up. So So really quick, I want to know, who do you guys think uh, should win Rap Album of the Year? Drake or Metro? It's so tough. Because I'll take 21 out of the equation because he's on both albums. So it's basically like, who do you like more? Like the beat making of Metro or just Drake? <sighs> See, it's tough too because my favorite songs on her loss were produced by Metro. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like you can't take Metro out of the equation for either. And so for that reason alone, probably Heroes vs. Villains, bro. Because I do listen, to, but again, it's newer, so it's tough. Yeah. I, got, I, I try to compare like the top three songs that are my favorite from her loss versus the top three songs that I listen to on Heroes vs. Villains. Hmm. I'll say this, it's tough. Though, is that her loss is easier to listen to the whole way through the album now that having listened to it and listened to both albums for a long time because every, like, out like beat is a little bit different and there's like genuinely more switches between each beat mm-hmm. versus the metro album yeah i could i could get behind that i'll give it to her loss yeah because i did like the beat switches in those songs yeah i think they were good songs but but superhero off of metros is literally taking over my tiktok at least <laughs> i see that song at least five times a day on some oh, like for sure like some villain shit. I'm not. I'm not saying that. Like, you get what I mean. I'll say this. I think her loss is the best album of 2022, but I do think Superhero might be the best rap song of 2022. Yeah, I'll agree. It's Demon Time, bro. It's basically the uh, anthem of vibe. 2023. Yeah, I'll give you that. It's yeah. like the hoodie sweats version, bro. I'm about to go into this new year, put on fucking 15 pounds of muscle, and then shred it all down so all you fuckers can be jealous. Yes. 
All yeah. right. Ready anyway, to switch. Switch it up. Let's go. All right, guys. The final topic of the night. I haven't even told D what this is yet because he kept asking me what I want to talk about on the pod, but I wanted his just genuine opinion on this shit that I found out. So they're coming out with this technology where they're creating artificial wombs for people who are like infertile to have the ability to have children without a surrogate. And it's like done in like a lab environment. They're able to get the artificial womb to behave exactly like a normal woman's womb and it's to the point where they can technologically track the progress of the baby through like Wi-Fi and tell you its heartbeat ratings at a, all the time, give you its health, give you its gender right away through like a phone app. And I guess I just wanted to ask, like, what do you think about this? Do you think this is playing God? And also, do you think that the connection with the mother will still be strong without actually carrying your child? And I know this is, you know, there's adoption and people like, you know, love their kid like that. They adopt, you know, the same as like their normal child. But again, I'll never be able to speak on that because I don't have any kids yet. And I'm also will never be a mother. But I want to get your opinion on that because I feel like mothers have to have just somewhat of a little bit of an edge in terms of that connection when you carry your child versus when you adopt it from someone else like but again i could be wrong i know there's outliers but i feel like that's how it should like might be yeah uh i feel like once we get into technology like this you're gonna experience a lot of newer things coming into the world and it'll be eugenetics so they'll start canceling out bad genetics which is bad for the world yeah and like designer babies this could lead to a better outlet for that where you can choose what your baby looks like what kind of like the other thing too this is, is getting like you know i'm scary. sure only a certain amount of people are going to be able to afford this to pay for this who do you think is rich enough to afford that bro kardashians bro you're telling me you're telling me uh all the minorities most of us are going to be able to pull out some cash and put up a fake womb to make a baby on the practical sense no but let's let's talk about this topic as if it's affordable, like your insurance will cover it. See, shit. but I, I, I can't talk about it that way because I know that's not reality. You no, know what yeah, I mean? Not in the near future. No. But just on the grand scale, do you think it's playing God? Yeah, it always is. Yeah. Anytime you do anything artificial, bro, yes. People don't even like eating artificial foods and they want to make artificial children. What the <laughs> fuck's wrong with these people? <laughs> you guys don't even make fucking sense. But then also think of like, those people who are infertile and like this is their chance for them to adopt a child, bro. That's your just you're just unlucky and you should just deal with that. Not even that. It's just like, you know, you got to have an, a perspective on your situation. You know what I mean? Like, sure, you probably can't have a child, but now you can fill that void with a child who doesn't have love. You have love to give and there's a child that needs that shit already born in the world. So you think this could be even bad because Adoption already, kids will never get that love. Yeah, bro. They'll just end up being worthless people on the street because no one's there to raise them. Yeah. I can see that side of it too. Because like, I, I, I really just don't... I see there's way more bad than there is good. On the fact that someone's infertile, I'm so sorry. That that, that sucks really, truly. Yeah. There's been a few people in my like fucking family that have been that way. And it sucks that they can't have kids. But you know what? They end up living their life fine. This technology, though, is coming. Like, we can't prevent it. So when it does, it's going to be fucking crazy, dude. Artificial just children. 
<laughs> that's what that's what they always like, say. They, they'll still get like you know the egg and like the sperm. It's just they'll have the artificial womb to grow it in. There's no need for surrogates. If if, if it was, you know, your wife, would you and you had the opportunity to either get a surrogate or do the artificial womb? Would you just do the surrogate? Because that's what like Kim Kardashian did, huh? She just did a surrogate. Yeah. I don't know. Because she don't want to mess up her body, right? Well, no, she actually like had like uterine scarring. Oh shit! So she couldn't, yeah, she. <laughs> I couldn't probably get... sounded like an ass. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. She actually had something a, a problem with her uterus, so she couldn't get like an egg to implant and like grow. So she chose to do uh, two surrogates. See me? I don't know, dude. Because like, it'd be tough for like my kid to just be like planted in like another like woman and just like carried and like you know what i mean it'd be weird but at the same time i could just the artificial womb would be fucking weird but at the same time you could just you know i'd be like you're fucking a lab yeah i'd be like you're grown in a lab you're not even fucking you know what i mean like you're like unreal unreal i mean like, you are manufactured essentially that's what they are manufactured children well it's still the sperm and the egg developing it's just not in a human it's inside of a womb that's almost identical yeah but that's it's manufacturing bro they're just making it outside human like you know what i mean yeah it's it's tough it's scary but then it's like you know those people who are amputees like and if they're somehow to make an artificial leg you know it's like should we just be like nah fuck your leg just stay amputated or like use that artificial shit to let them walk yeah, I would say use the artificial leg. That's different than creating a whole human being. That's yeah, I agree. It's just it was something I saw and I was like, are we actually getting to that point where we can do that shit? That's kind of crazy, and monitor it on our phones. Yeah, see, and that's uh, the other thing is weird. That's why I'm like, because okay, let me just check on my child. Yeah, imagine you're on TikTok and then you're like, ah, that's a funny vid, and you get an alert and it's like, your child's heartbeat in Michigan, thirty miles away, has went up twenty beats per minute. And it's like, oh, you can't even feel the heartbeat, but thanks for letting me know, phone. It just creates a desensitization, bro. That'd be like me checking on my fucking dog. That's what it reminds me of, bro. Of whenever you're going to like get a dog mm-hmm. and you sign up on a little fucking waiver, you know, to get your puppy. And then you're like, all you do is get upgrade updates from the breeder. Yeah. Like they'll be like, the litter's look, the mother's looking great. Like she's ready to have her like babies anytime soon. The litter, the litter's here. This is your puppy. That's you literally I mean? like how it is. Yeah, that's how it would be. That's kind of how it would be, and it'd be like, oh, look, we're farming your baby. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, so I guess like a surrogate would probably be better because then you could probably choose like a family member to like carry your baby. Which yeah, I feel like so. would be better. So you'd do the surrogate. I would too. Yeah, I wouldn't do this artificial lab shit. No, I never would. I think that's bad. I really believe it's bad. So do I. That's why when I saw it, I wanted to get your opinion because I knew you'd agree. The other thing, too, is, like, I think that it's great that they're trying to do, like, the artificial, like, egg stuff. Yeah. Or, like, because my my cousin Jace, bro, he's disabled in a wheelchair. He has, uh, like, he broke his vertebrae when he was, like, a young kid. So, like, you know, like, his spine from, like, waist down doesn't work. You get what I mean? Like, he has no no way for those neurons to fire ever again because one is, like, dead. So, you know, like, they could grow, like, neurons there. That's potentially great. That's huge. Because then they could use that, help these people that are disabled, and then we would have stop having like people that are like completely disabled for the rest of their life if they could do that. 
Well, can't they with stem cells? But the only way to get stem cells is, you well, know, no, you aborted get... fetuses and shit. Well, no, not anymore. There's other ways of getting stem cells now. Oh, is there? Yeah. But that was like the big debate when that whole shit was coming up, right? Yeah. Because that's the only way they knew that they could do it at that time. But nowadays, I don't see why we can't fund stem cell research. Yeah. If What are the other ways to do it besides aborted fetuses? Uh, I know there's like something that you do with like your cheek cells and stuff like that. They can take like other cells from your body that are just non-mature cells and then turn like they'll turn them into stem cells. Oh, okay. Like some reverse engineering shit. Yeah. Yeah. And then from there, then they can like try and uh, get them to take on a certain sort of uh, phenotype. But yeah, that was all. That was the topic. But I guess I want to know what your guys' opinion is. Do you think this artificial womb shit could be good for those people that do suffer from, you know, infertility or inability to carry? Or do you think we should say, fuck that shit, that's awful. Keep that shit out of reality and make sure it stays as an imaginative thing. DM us. Let us yeah. know your opinions. Yeah. Just want to say thank you guys. Hope you guys had a good holiday. I know Mike gave you the, the spiel earlier. But, yeah, just want to say appreciate y'all. And uh, hopefully you guys are looking forward to the new fucking year. Off the rip will be going fucking crazy 2023. You you all better fucking be ready to listen. Have your phones on. Have your shit on Ringer. You know, uh, we're about to come up with some cool shit. So I appreciate y'all. And uh, yeah. End of season one. End of season one. It. Oh, yes. Just so you guys know, every 10 uh, episodes is a season. So like we'll probably like try and incorporate like something into each season. That's like kind of unique or whatever. This something year. Fresh. We, yeah. This this time was just like our beginning. You get what I mean? It's our test run. And for all the ones that were here for the test run, day ones, love you all. Thank you so much. You guys have motivated us and made us feel so fucking wonderful. Because I went down to our hometown now. People are like, oh, you started a podcast. Like, I saw you did that shit. And they're like, yeah, it was actually pretty cool. And then I saw some people that actually I don't even fucking know that were like, dude, you have a podcast? That's pretty fucking tight. They're like, I'm listening right and fucking now. So I, I really appreciate y'all. I hope y'all continue to listen. Uh, just wanted to say, uh, hope you guys have a good year, man. Kick ass and keep doing better. Yep, and we're back weekly again. I know we had that little hiatus, but every Tuesday, watch Spotify, watch all the other streaming services we're on, and be ready. Apple Podcasts, let's go. Off the rip, let's go. Like home, I wanna go back home.